This is why I can't wait to do video because this is why I can't wait for there to be an intro because <laughs> god damn when we do video though it'll be like this will be a funny BTS like a blooper thing kinda every week <laughs> it would just be it'll like be a compilation one, one hour long episode from every week that we record that you mm. cannot keep it together before the five second mark it'll be funny Hey, Carl friends. Hi. He stresses me out Welcome every week. Back. We can never just get into the show. So the beginning of every show is me being like, again, sis, again. Anyways, it's me, Charlie. Get, get, get better. And I'm Tay. Um, and we got another episode. We are in November. Um, I don't know if you want to talk about what happened today. Um... So technically, I hope we're on the same page. Um, Technically, today is a celebrate uh, because that circus peanut will no longer be in. Those things are disgusting. And so is he. And that's exactly what the fuck he looks like. We're not going to (laughs) disrespect anybody on. No, we're we're not going to do that today. Um, That circus peanut is been voted out of the office thank you trying to fight God. it which is hilarious like and everybody is like let it go you lost girl <laughs> move on he's like um on. I am but not leaving i am uh i'm taking it a little easy this week because every week i am yeah. far too drunk so i'm sure a bunch of people are celebrating that's fine still be smart don't be going out and stuff please especially like y'all the the, the war is not over the biden was a less of two evils mm-hmm. um so it's not like we we voted jesus <clears throat> into the office Hallelujah. like there's still a lot of shit that needs to change a lot of things that need to be fought for um and there is going to be retaliation of some sort um because as you saw a majority of uh, the land was red, which is a bit of a problem. So Even there's like still parts, um, they did like one for Illinois, and it's like, like I don't understand how of Chicago, the whole everything state around is, it was like red, and I was like, <laughs> and <laughs> we then, forget that Illinois isn't just Chicago. <laughs> but see, Chicago is the only thing that matters. Clearly, <laughs> like I mean, yes, there's all these different places, but girl, there aren't as many people Don't nobody go to Illinois like or Rockford it, or exactly i would say rockford has maybe a population of what probably a couple thousand mm-hmm. whereas there are millions here in chicago it's not Chi-town the same just because rockford is like bigger than the city of chicago and it's spread out more so that means that there's more land that it would take up on a map does not mean that it also has the same amount of people I feel like Chicago don't be densely fucking populated. Stu- it is oh. like don't be fucking stupid. That that's what that's what I'm oh. saying. Like there's there's less land, yes, but there's more people. Like just because you have hundreds and thousands of acres of land that has maybe like 500 people on it, and all of them voted for Trump, yeah, that whole area is gonna be red, and it could be bigger than the city of Chicago. But bitch, that doesn't mean anything. It'll be a couple of days since the announcement was had by the time y'all guys are listening to this. But still, be careful because you don't know how people are going to be at and yeah, reacting and stuff. I don't. Stay inside after dark. Um, And especially because it's getting dark at like 4 o'clock. Exactly. Like if you're going to be out, <sighs> b- b- bitch, have something on you, a knife, 
something something for self-defense make sure that everybody knows your location and where you are have your location turned on on your phone if it if it's a possibility my sister sent me something actually um and i appreciated it but i just wasn't sure of the validity is it the naacp thing no, because I saw so that going around too. Something from a person named Orpha Karen about spread this around. Where like, if Biden wins, there's like people planning to like get every anybody who's like POC or LGBTQ plus and like, after dark. Blah, blah, blah. That they're mainly going for males, but we do know that at some point, like anybody is gonna like anybody will. And it's like count. in like the, those big cities, blah, blah blah. And I was like, I don't put it past anybody, and I just already anticipated that that would be part of a thing. So I, and I sent something to my job too. Like, I don't know how true this is, but just because everybody here is like is POC, yeah, <laughs> let's just put the word out there. They can't, they should not go out by themselves. But I digress. Uh, this is a day for celebrate. So, celebrate. have you a drink you if you're legal? I mean, 2020 has been relentless, and if it would have been him again. And I saw a tweet, and I can't remember who it was, but somebody said that Trump is getting the full 2020 experience. (laughs) He got coronavirus. He's unemployed. I mean, now he's unemployed. He's about to get kicked out of his house. What else could you ask for? Bye. He's getting evicted. Bye. Good. Melania was already packing. Did you see the Penske truck? There was a truck sitting outside. I feel bad when I watch her videos because it looks so forced. Like there was something where it's like, yeah, I can't a lot of people, people give her flack, and I'm Donald always is homophobic. He is not. He's he he got the aunt the auntie gays. <laughs> <laughs> he just, I mean, I I feel bad for her because, I mean, that she literally can't do anything. She very clearly didn't even like. I remember in the beginning there was this whole thing about like she didn't even want to be. Like, live in the White House with him. Like, she wanted to stay in their suite in New York, and he could go to the White House. But then they got looked at funny, so then she eventually came to the White House to live with him. But she doesn't... She was trapped. I don't care. That's what I'm saying. Imagine if she's, like, against everything he stands for, but because she's his wife. She doesn't even hold his hand. Like, whenever he goes to touch her, she's like, she's like, <laughs> I know, I love don't it. touch me. <laughs> I don't care if we're in public. We do it. <laughs> don't touch me. I am here. That is enough. Um, Woo. But let's um, let's go ahead and clink. Oh, this is a dry clink. Y'all y- 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 can't. I got a plastic cup and he got his. We are not drinking alcohol today. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. Yes, you are. <laughs> See, here's the prop. I mean, here's a, here's a good thing. I only put a little bit. It's like less than a shot. And it's a pretty big cup. Mm. And I'm going to sip on this. Because mm. it's also like I am so sick of constantly. I have a small bladder. And I keep mm-hmm. just you getting. You left me the last two episodes, mm-hmm. I think. I have. <laughs> and like I always <laughs> get all these these drinks. I don't care. I'll just pee in your cup. Um, so <laughs> I just wanted to see your face. At first I said pee in a cup. And I was like, no, what I is that? I said pee in your cup. Gross. Though, you can drink urine if it's distilled enough times or something like that. So, um... Just not even gonna <laughs> Oh, so the not today, because I'm just gonna skip right over that. Let's do it. Um, the not today is going to be about rosemary essential oil. Um, so for those who don't know, it is <laughs> an essential oil made from rosemary. Um, I use it in pretty much all of my 
some of my mixes um, and I use it in my deep conditioners. Um, it helps to stimulate the, the scalp and circulation, uh, which is good for hair growth. It also helps with thickening, um, helping to thicken as well. Um, and just a cue, just another little tip whenever you're using essential oils, uh, you always need to mix them with a carrier oil. So either olive, sweet almond, jojoba, castor, all of these different, you need, you can't just put essential oil from bottle to scalp. It will fuck you up. Um, so yeah, you can add it. Yeah. Like I said, just add it into everything. I put that bitch literally in everything, all of my deep conditioners. Sometimes I put it in my, the hair and body oil mix that I make all the time. Sometimes I'll put that in there just cause it one smells really good and it helps to keep my, my hair growing and keep it thick. How many drops would you put? In the um, it does not take. Thank you. Cause I forgot to bring that up. It doesn't take a lot. It really depends on what you're making. Uh, but a little goes a long way. And that is also including smell. Trust potion, me. Just two drops. It is. It is potent. Um, so you don't need a lot of it, I but I like it. Oils, but good to know. Oh, I have a whole thing. My stepmom oils has like uh, something like this. Literally, this whole thing has all those little bottles, all different kinds. She like mixes it. She has like a thing for a diffuser. Like she, she got, she's a fiend. Fiend. My mom used to be. She used to, she like started working for the company. It's like it was all almost like um. I wish I remember what it was. Like the company, I remember the box and the design, but I don't remember what the fuck it was called. Um, it was almost like Mary Kay, but it was for Ava? no, but it was for um home goods mm. so like bakeware and like all this different like cutlery and um just like a house pyramid scheme mm-hmm. <laughs> like a house but most of it was about candles and anybody who knows my mama knows that she lo- every time she's like a fred candle bitch i mean and so am i because <laughs> a candle just it just sets off a room mm-hmm. it really does just, especially mm. when it's clean like you your, your room or your house ain't clean until you fit the, just the the finishing salt, right? Just uh, light a nice little candle or an incense, bitch, change your life. But she liked them so much. She started, she wanted to, she joined the program so she would have consistent access to them. Why not just make candles? I feel like that's probably fun. You don't know my mama. Um, hey, Miss Mosley. She is going to slap the <laughs> fuck out of you one day. Um, <laughs> anyway. She said that that's our thing. Me and her, that's our thing. No, she was going to come over here last week. But she was going to come over here last week and she was like, I may have to see Charlie. <laughs> was she really? Because she knows you're going to call her the wrong name and she's going to want to slap the fuck out of you. That's our, that's our bond. I'm going to have to see Charlie again. Hey, Miss Mosley. She's going to slap the fuck <laughs> out of you. Anyway. Um, Today's episode, I don't know if it's going to be serious. No, it's not. I don't want it to be. I say it's existential. Yeah. Like, I don't want it, I don't want this topic to come off like a like a super heavy topic. Um, cause it's not meant to be like, it's, I mainly want it to just be a conversation and if it ends up helping somebody else, then cool. If not, hopefully it's just good information or it keeps you interested. Um, but today we're going to talk about your purpose. What is your purpose? Every time I, every Mr. time Ward. I say it, exactly. <laughs> every time I say it, I, all I think is my biggest aspiration in life. Like I just, be, to be happy. That's me. Just basic and easy. Just, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um so let's get to this first little question oh, Lord. here i keep forgetting these are not the same 
I'm always like, why isn't it moving? Um, so what do you think your purpose is? Are you asking me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I prepped you with the questions yesterday. I know. And I, I, I stared at my phone for like 20 minutes. Like, that's why I sent it in advance because I, I know, wanted but... you to at least have some kind of idea of what to discuss. My the gist of all my answers are probably gonna be very short and basic. I hate existential questions, just because I don't like thinking to, too hard all, about. See, stuff. and it's it's because of <laughs> like my life, and... my ADHD. I think too much. So this, I was just like, oh, this. I don't even need to need. I don't need to type answers down because I already know what I'll say. I know all the stories, everything I'm gonna get into. Like, I mean, I don't think I have just one purpose. And see, there you go. <laughs> don't tie yourself down i wanted to get to like, that yeah. i was gonna say i feel like i had several purposes like for me personally i was okay i don't i don't believe in the whole destiny thing or like mm-hmm. um stuff laid out but naturally i'm a good like um brother so i feel like i was meant to have siblings or i was meant to my job is one of the things that i feel like i kind of finally found my niche why'd you roll your eyes Oh, I'll get into that later. Oh, because how, like last year I had five different jobs. I just couldn't find, yes, my other friend made fun of me about it. He was like, how them W-2s coming? <laughs> <laughs> Did you get them back? I got all five. Thank you. Took me a while, but I got them. This year's only going to be, or next year's going to be, one. yes, just one. <laughs> Look at you. You couldn't even get it together. <laughs> so that'll make my life easier. But because I had five different jobs last year and I wasn't, um, I just wasn't what's the word satisfied Uh, yeah like i didn't want to stay i wasn't feeling like i was like you know enjoying it or whatever and then i finally got the job i have now been there since january and i love it and ever since i've been here i was like even if i leave this particular job i would want to stay in this Field. field i guess so I guess it's nonprofit work and stuff and helping people, whatever. Or even doing, like, I applied for Howard Brown, for example. So even if it's, like, being a sex educator or something, like, I just want to help people. I'm tired of hearing people complain. I've talked about this so many times, like, in retail and restaurants. Their shirt's not in their size or their food is cold or, like, bitch. <laughs> Suck it up and keep fucking going. Like <laughs> I hate people sometimes. But literally, I feel like, Beyonce in the sense of if somebody asked me, I was like, I just want to chill and be happy and live my life. Like, that's my theme. That's my motto. Hmm. Again, so, I hate existential questions, so hmm. I get very basic. So I, I'm I, see the, the the reason that I have all these questions is because I know for you, I will have to ask you specific questions. Okay. I well, that's me in general as a person. Mm-hmm. I like specific and this is a very broad question. <laughs> but see, but no, but like me having all of these oh, the like points. Yeah. Like all of these are really here for you of things that mm. I want to make sure that I either like some of these are things I want to make sure that I bring up. But some of them are also just like, I want to ask you these specific questions. That way, when I start speaking on like my part, like mm-hmm. I can just talk because I already know the gist of where yeah. all of this goes. I mean, because like um, for the second one where you said, if you don't know, what would you want it to be? think it should be feels right is um i'm very like sappy so i might just like you know have a family and grow old and do all this fun stuff and i honestly truly think <laughs> i wish i could see his face <laughs> you're just like 
Um, not that I'm meant to be famous, but because of my personality and like, um, I have been wanting to do like the podcasting forever. It's like, I, I, I need to be and not a vain way, but like reach out to a bunch of people, like have my quote unquote message be heard. Mm, let's see. That's me. Go Leo's. What helped you to understand that purpose? Like what, you know, like, because I feel like there's usually a problem where there's always this, the problem with purpose is that it's, it's something that's really kind of ingrained into us um, from a very young age especially depending on what kind of what, uh, culture you were brought up into. Oh, like whether like you're going to have this job and blah, blah, and blah, oh, blah. Sometimes it, oh, that whole like West Indian, African, all the, go a doctor, school. like the, the your parents planning your entire life for you, like that shit, I don't, like there's, there's a, a, a time and place, like when it's like, okay, sis, I, I, I see where you're going. Let's, let's try and like, like that was like Yvonne Orji's comedy special where she tells her mom she wants to be a comedian. She's like, so you want to prostitute yourself? <laughs> That's not what I said. <laughs> At all. Um, and it, and yeah, so it's just like. But I feel like your purpose can change. Mm-mm. You see, I got on here that it evolves. <laughs> or um, at least, yeah, evolve. Because it's like, like, A, like, what did you say? Like, don't limit yourself. You can have more than one purpose. Um, like me. I probably didn't realize, like, this is what I want to do until I was, like, in Kansas City. So, what, 21, mm-hmm. 22? I knew since, like, probably high school, middle school that I wanted to do something creative or artistic, even though, like, I was good at, like, math and numbers and all that stuff. But Same. I, I just personally, like, I'm a very expressive person, so I wanted to do that as, like, a job. So I did dancing for a little bit. I did modeling for a little bit. I, I remember that. I, I remember we met shortly after you were doing the, like, not met, met, but we had, like, I found out, I found you on Tumblr right after um, was that, you were. Was that come back? Because I did no, most of my modeling. It was, but you had already, I think when, when um, I found you on Tumblr, you were already in Kansas City. Oh, uh, so yeah. I think you had already done most of your modeling stuff here, uh-huh. and then you left, and then you did more when you came back. But yeah, because yep, 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 yep. I did some I, stuff here, mm-hmm. like a couple fashions, like local shows, mm-hmm. and just like photo shoots, and then I left. And that's the only thing that makes me sad is my Instagram almost had four thousand followers, my old one, and then my ex deleted it. <laughs> Petty. <laughs> I could have had a following by now, but then we could have, and then I came back. <laughs> And then I did more, which was, yeah, 2017. I did acting a little bit last year. Catch me in the Candyman trailer. Um, (laughs) I know I don't want to. I would do acting, but it's not like what I want to do. Like if they just kind of happen to happen along the way. Cool. Yeah, I'll do it. But it's not. I'm not going to. What is it? Juilliard or whatever. Um, Same thing with music as far as. If some sort of opportunity were to present itself with music, I would do it. I enjoy singing, but it's not what I want to do. If anything, I would want to do all kind of creative outlet stuff as far as work. And the podcast right now is the best thing I got. Same. Uh, <laughs> Same. Um, uh, but yeah, what helped you to understand that purpose? That was kind of what I just asked you. 
Oh, I don't know. I just came with age, I guess. The more like it was like life experience. So like with every job that I get, I was like, mm, no, this, it. no, no. Next, clearly, if I had five last year mm. and I was all over the place, all over. <laughs> I did retail. I did mm. restaurant. I did a barista. I worked mm. at a gym for like a week or two. <laughs> the, no, it wasn't a week. He texted me the second day and he said, can you do me a favor? <laughs> And I was, I remember sitting, I was sitting at work. I was at my desk. I remember everything about that day. I was sitting there per usual, not doing work. And he texted me. He's like, yo, I need you to do me a favor. I'm like, yeah, what's up? Like, it's, it's like 11 o'clock on a Wednesday, bro. Like I'm not, nothing is getting done at all today, but sure. Go ahead and ask. And he's like, can you, uh, can you print me out some resumes? <laughs> And I remember looking at my phone and being like, he typed the wrong thing. Can I do what? And you were like, no, like I, I need resumes. And I was like, nigga, you just like, aren't you on your second or third day? Like you just got there. I hate it. All of it is some bullshit. I'm ready it. to go. I was like, nigga. I thought you I would. just got this one. I went into it thinking um, it was with, gonna be with the thing. fitness thing. My whole thing was like actually helping people. Not to look skinny, but just to like be healthy. Mm-hmm. But with the place that I at, which I'm not going to put them on blast, they just wanted all about commission and getting people to get memberships and stuff like that. And I was like, mm, no, I'm not going to try to force people or lie to people. And see, and that's why I could. Ne- and one of their tactics was using what they said against them, where like, you got to let them tell you about what they want to do, why they want to do it. And then at the end, when you're pitching it and thinking about it, they'll be like, well, you said blah, 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 blah. And I'm, like, I'm not going to make them feel bad or try to use what they said against them. So that's I mean, that's I what you do in sales, which is why I can't do it. I can't do sales. I can never be a salesman. Oh, fuck no. It is not for your girl. Mm-mm. It's really not, which is part of an issue. Um, I'm, also, and it's, I'm also not an aggressive like person when i'm like if you don't want it you don't want it like (laughs) have a good one like i'm not what do i look like trying to harass somebody but you better try this goddamn bronzer like no no girl i don't want it have you but on the flip side if somebody tells me do i'll be like okay (laughs) i just hate telling people no and that's something i need to work on same i usually will just look that's been my new thing of like looking or just as i'm walking past them i pull up my phone or I like, oh my God, what is? No. Like for my I birthday. will ignore people. <laughs> I, got, well, I got used to it because living in Miami, like whenever you would go, ugh, whenever you go to South Beach. Okay. Have you been in Miami? Mm-mm. Wow, I've never, yeah. I just realized I've only ever been to Orlando. Oh, I mean, I lived there for a couple of years because of college. But whenever you go to South Beach, all like oh, along all the sidewalks where all the restaurants and bars and shit are, there's like hostesses. And, like, other people that literally just, like, put flyers in your face. So, I got used to, like, when I'm walking, I would just, I would ignore all of the asses. So, now, whenever I see people in the mall, I go, it's, like, second nature. I go straight to my phone or I pretend like they don't exist. I feel bad. Like, I have Mm -hmm. my headphones on and, like, I see that they're trying to get my attention. But I'm, like, I just don't. I know this is your job. And that's also, you know what? No. And here's why you shouldn't feel bad. If, If I have headphones on. Why are you speaking? But it's like if we make eye contact, they're going to be like, hey. so they're going to hi. And I can keep walking <laughs> headphones. If they say anything, just be like, can you take them out? I'm, I'm on the phone. <laughs> I'll show somebody. Bye. 
I'm not the one. I'm not going to waste your time. Have a good one. I don't say have a good day. I'm not going to be rude, rude, but I don't want to talk to you, sir. Go on. Take your ass home. Um, so I guess we can kind of get into mine. I would say, yeah, what's your purpose? Oof. Or what do you think your purpose is? Child, it took me so long to try and figure out what the fuck it was. Um, because my entire life, I think I've talked about this a couple of times, but my entire life, all I did was cook. Like that was the one thing, um, because I feel like your family laid it out for you, but not, uh, it was because you you were good at it and you liked it and they just kept kind of feeding into Mm -hmm. that. So it wasn't like in a bad way, but it was like, it wasn't, but it was, (laughs) (laughs) um, so I have always felt like. And I still feel this way. Like, I feel like, I feel like your purpose should be something that like, when you get up in the morning, like it's something you're excited to do. Like you can't wait to get up and do something. And even if that's just a, and like, I don't want, I don't want people to, this is going to be my job at one point. I hope to God. (laughs) And I am tired of clocking in for people. Um, cause even like doing some of the stuff last night, child, if who bitch. I was in here high and on my my meds and I was just figuring shit out because there's just so much stuff that we need to get done. And I still I say it almost every other week, but bitch, we need new equipment. But trying to get this equipment to do what the fuck we needed it to do. I sat down last night and did a bunch of research and it was like I usually don't before being on this new medication it was like i didn't have the energy like by the time i got done with work i just wanted to lay down and not exist um but i was thinking about it yesterday like damn like i don't have enough time in the day like for me personally to be able to handle doing this much stuff like to edit an episode and then cut everything down or like listen to an entire episode after it's edited and then finding it like what we were discussing earlier like finding a segment that i wanted to use and then clipping that and putting it like i just can't think of myself having the energy after working a like nine to ten hour day to then turn around literally turn around and then immediately do it over here i just i don't have it in me so i would really hope that one day this can be something that is not just it's a a monetary job but um back to what i was saying like i feel like it should be something that um motivates you and like it it makes you happy and i had the same issue like the reason i like i remember being younger and i wanted to try um gymnastics but i never brought it up because 90s little black boy homophobia (laughs) black so like i just i just would have never i never even tried um and i was always pushed to do things i didn't want to do by my parents like i was pushed to do football which i didn't really like you Um, did football mm -hmm. not tackle because why but I did fly. I mean, also, the the school that I went to was a low income private oh. school in the hood. Um, so they didn't have the they couldn't afford the insurance. I just don't want to see you in the line. Like, <laughs> I mean, I liked it. I, like football, even like during recess. Like I remember that was the one game we always played. Like we either played that or we played kickball. Like I liked playing. Oh, kickball's cool. Yeah. Like I mean, I always was involved when we were doing stuff with the school. But it was like for me, like I don't want to on the weekends. This is not what I. would I see myself spending mm. Saturdays doing. Um, 
but I did it to appease my family. Like my uncle has always been into football. And like, that was whenever he was here in the city, like he liked coming to my games or coming to um, practice and like helping the coaches. Like he was always really involved and I liked hanging out with my uncle. So it's like, I'll give like, I'll give up a Saturday morning to spend time with my dad and my uncle. Like that, that was something that I wanted. Um, but I knew that growing up, I don't want to be no motherfucking football player. Like, just understand when I go to high school, this shit is over. I'm not playing tackle. I don't want to do none of that shit. Um, but I gave up all of the things that I kind of wanted to do. I always wanted to learn to play guitar and that just never happened. Um, cause I always wanted to, um, I've just always been as everybody who really knows me, like I'm introverted, but I've always been a very, like, I've always been like a clown and like the center of attention. Like I've always just been this extroverted spirit. Um, so I always needed a way to get my creativity out and make myself be like heard and seen, but I couldn't find ways to do it. Like I sang all the time. I was in like a ton of choirs, but like, I knew like I don't want a career in music so it's like I mean this is nice to do on the side like even the guitar like I didn't want to be in like a band I just want to learn how to play the guitar that's it it is not a not like a for for business it is literally just for me um but cooking was the only thing that was really backed and it was the one thing at the time that made me really happy so I was like, I don't really need to worry about doing any of this other shit because like, yeah, those things I want to do, I can figure out how to play the guitar in the future. That's not that big of a deal. But like, I like being in the kitchen. Like, I like the the way that people feel like when they eat my food or just seeing the joy it brings when people eat my food. Like that made like, like that was everything to me. So that's what I really enjoy doing. And then um, that's literally all that I did. I didn't really play video games. I like I would play the sports, but that was to feed other people. Like I, know, I, I was video games make me so sad. I just can't get into it. I mean, as a kid I did. Like I had PlayStations, Nintendo's, Super Nintendo's. We had all of that shit. But as I got older, it just high school, I got a Xbox three sixty and that was the last time I cared about a video game. Like after I beat every game that she my mom bought me for Christmas. And then after that, I just used it to watch movies and shit. Like I just where my gamers at? Whoop whoop, G A Y, M E R S. Anyone? So um, I just I don't know. I I just spent so much time cooking, and I did literally. I did um um. I had what the fuck was I saying? You threw me off. Where was I? That's all you were doing. Oh, that's all I was doing. And I was in like all the clubs when I got to high school. I did um, the culinary team. I was in literally everything. I didn't even go to any socials to try to be like friends with people because all that I was focused on was cooking. I would go to school. I would come home, do my homework, watch Food Network, make dinner. Like as a... But at that point, was it what you wanted or mm-hmm. was it like... Because that's what made me happy. I was okay. like, I wanted a restaurant. I wanted to open... Okay, Tiana. I wanted to open a um, a, um, a little like after school thing to teach people how to cook. Bec- like kids, essentially. But like teaching young people how to cook because like I've said several times, you don't... You're, you're, you're an adult. <laughs> 
you need to know how to cook. You need to, even if it's not me teaching you how to make like expensive, fancy shit, like you need to know the basics. You need to know cuts and cuts of beef and like what these things mean. Oh, and I like, don't even know that. But I'm just, just like the basic things that someone I would know. know like, but if you don't know how to cook and you're an adult, <laughs> like get, get it the fuck together. That's a whole other episode. You've had all year. Go learn. back. I'm sure it's on one of the petty peeve type episodes. We only got two, so y'all can figure that shit out. But um, I was really into cooking, and then I got to college, and college was already tough just because my mom was going through a lot. I was going through a lot. Well, I can hear that. Let me scratch it. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> Crunchy. Um, there was just so much going on, and then like I just slowly started realizing while going through college like i don't like this like i'm looking around and like i'm looking at how people are in school and like seeing what it takes to make it in that kind of industry and it's like i don't i don't like this enough to do this anymore and it fucked me up for years because it was like at that point i had spent i was 21 22 at the time so i'd spent up are you okay i'm listening i have a question but i'm letting you i'm letting you finish oh it's just because you're holding your thing over your face i thought something was wrong i I didn't realize see i do things you're just strange and i didn't realize it and then i hate when people call me out because then i'm like oh i just (laughs) you were just holding and i was like what are you i was just listening i'm just doing Um, i'm just doing me (laughs) (laughs) but I had spent like 22 years at this point only. No, 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 no. I was 21. I was 20 to 21 because I was 21 when I moved back here. So yeah, this is between 20 and 21 is when I, I realized. When we first started talking, I think. I was like 23 We were still in doing something culinary. I don't think you were at no. this job yet. You were here at this no, job? I, no, I wasn't at the job I'm at now. I was at the company I was before this one. Oh. Um, but no, I haven't done anything food-wise here in Chicago. I tried to get one job uh at like a it was some kind of um country club and it was some old and it was some old white bougie chef who was just like if you had to create a a whole meal a whole menu for a night what would it be and i was like sir that's not what i was prepared for like he was just and i always and i was part of the i think that was the one thing that helped me realize that this really isn't for me because i have never had an issue with interviews i even as like a teenager like here in chicago you have to do like there's like high school fairs and you have to go through this whole application process for some and it's not the same for i don't think for public schools but i think i went to a lot of private schools i was like i don't know what you're talking about oh and see i just as i was saying it i realized that maybe it's just because i went to a lot of private schools Mm. um but you have to do like interviews and write essays like you have to write an essay, send it off. If they approve it, then you they call you in for an interview. Like it was this whole fucking process. And That's even and we went through that process before my mom was like, Yeah, so that was nice, but we're actually gonna move to Alabama so we can eighty six all of that and pack it up. <laughs> see how um, you said eighty six? That means get rid of it. Yeah. See, and that's the thing. Like, I still have a lot of um, culinary habits. Yeah, the stuff that I picked up along the way. I just I can't help it. Um I'm sorry. I was back at the house, so I don't. But still, when when I hear host, I hated whenever <laughs> they would try to separate front of house and back of house because we're we not the same. I <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Like we work for the same restaurant, so and we don't go through the same struggles. First of all, my experience with my back of house team was great. 
We were cool. Like, and I've only ever been a host. I never wanted to be a server. Oh, fuck that. I wasn't trying to deal with nobody and trying to get complicated orders. Talking to them at the door is enough. And being a host, we actually run everything because we can decide whether or not you come in past us. Like, Mm -hmm. I, I love telling people no. Like, if they try to come in on a Saturday with, like, six people and we're full and it's, like, it's a two-hour wait, they're like, what? Do you have a reservation? Then what's the problem? If you want to <laughs> eat here, go walk around or something. You're more than welcome to sit at our bar. It's open seating, but it is first come, first serve. Do you want to be on the wait list? No? Okay. Well, have a good one. <laughs> um, but, I don't know. I just slowly started to figure out that it just was not feeding me. Oh, so, yeah, go back to this guy with the interview thing that chef guy i think you said that's what oh no he was just he was just really rude and what's I the felt, restaurant i had a rude chef no i don't I, oh. girl i don't it was it wasn't a restaurant it was at a um a country club oh that's i can't right. even remember what i remember kind of what the area looks like but i don't know what the fuck that place was called um it doesn't really matter yeah I but i didn't chefs. even i didn't even attempt to really give him answers because it was like i don't feel like pleasing you and i was like it's probably because i just don't want this job like, I know I need a job, but I just, I don't want this one. I always think of Ratatouille. In my head, I wish the, a little rat I guess, food industry was like people do it for the enjoyment of it. No, most but a lot do. of them are like the, the guy that's like the, um, what is he? What is he? What the food he? inspector? The reviewer guy. Oh. Everybody's just very like pretentious or just like hard and critical and just I mean, like, I'm going to be honest. See, it's less about being rude. Like when you... When you go through and you learn the things that you learn, it's like with with anything that you were really good at, you become really passionate about it. And that was also part of my problem. It's like I would I would get up and I mean I love doing say they're it. passionate. Passion being passionate about something and then being I don't even know an asshole. Yeah. Like that sometimes I hate watching some stuff on the Food Network channel. I hate those shows where people are, um, any of the cooking shows really, where then, what is it, Chopped? Like Chopped, for example. Those make like, me nervous. They, that or anything where it's like, you have these chefs or what, the like contestants. The contestants are great chefs and like they have great careers, blah, 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 blah. All those I don't mind. And they're on the show, I'm assuming just to get money to like open on restaurants, nothing like that. And they're asked to cook something. I guess me as like a regular person, I guess you could say it looks, well, not me because I eat anything, but <laughs> to anybody, it looks great. The whole presentation stuff about food, I don't truly understand. Like, I'm about to eat this. I don't really care how it looks. Um, but see, that's because you are, you aren't someone who's brought up in that industry. Like, the, we have, I understand I was, how food, especially in like different countries or whatever, whatever, like presentations, like very important mm-hmm. and blah 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 and especially for like five star restaurants and all that stuff cool my issue comes when when the the panel starts making all of their critiques are like their personal preference stuff it's a lot of the times if you watch i feel like, like oh like i would have preferred a little bit they more say cayenne. that all the time it's whatever they would have preferred and nothing actually about like the thing itself or in general but see i think cupcake all them stupid ass shows so from my experience, and this is going to be a quit, we're going to, because we always, see, we get on these timelines. I mean, it still kind of has to do with purpose. I mean, it, it, it does, can, but. It can be, you just shot somebody's, like, dreams down. No, see, the the things that they usually try to 
guide people on as, as far as like when they're judging plates um, is because when you, especially being in the industry, you learn all of the, the do's and don'ts and things that you shouldn't do. So like, I hate rules. Exactly. <laughs> so it's just like, you know, like if you're, this is about you bringing me your best plate wise. Do you think that this is your best? If I went to your restaurant and this is a 50, like if it was like a thousand dollar plate, would you be happy getting this plate if you spend a thousand dollars on it? Does this look good to you? And if the answer is no, you did not bring me your best. You are here so that we can give you money so that you can do the things that you, this is what you want us to give you money to go do. I get, I get that you're rushed, but you, you got to prepare for this well, kind of stuff. The only reason I can see it making sense as to why they're rushed is like if it's a busy day and you have an order and you have, of course, you know, you, they have 20 minutes, maybe 30 minutes until the customer starts getting upset or whatever because you're ordering the food. The, the rest of it as to why it's timed and being rushed, I don't understand. But see, there's a difference. In restaurants, usually things are pre-made and they're pre-mixed. So it's like, I mean, it depends on the day. Like there are some days you come in and everything is made fresh, but sometimes you make big batches of stuff. So like I know in like some of the restaurants, like sometimes like certain proteins were half cooked already, like because it had to be started one way and finished another. Mm. So it only takes like a second to do this. Like if I'm doing a mm-hmm. steak and like, or they'll usually tell you like, oh, for this item, it'll be this much time if it's something that has to be done from start to finish, like the the cooking process. But all of that stuff, like it, the 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 chefs and your tickets well at least for my restaurant because we were by course like everything was timed so really it was up to the the um the waiters and the waitresses oh um to kind of get back i hate how since i mean it's about what you're talking about and this a lot of culture i guess nobody can do things just because they want to or makes them happy like just because everything is like if you're doing it, it's to make money kind of thing. And that's, see, that's part of the problem just because of the way the society has become because it's all that people know. Like, it, it's not like we are living in a society where people are paid fairly and we don't have to constantly worry about where our next meal is coming from. Um, so culturally, for our people of color, usually it is... I need you to do things that are going to put you, you're already going to have to work 10 times as hard to get even just like a, a tasting of what the white people are going to get. But I'm going to make sure that you know, and you can handle all of those things that you have a better life than I did. But our, our parents get so stuck in that, <laughs> that one mindset. Again, it's not their fault. It's slavery. It's just stuff that they were brought up doing. And again, we all have to start ending cycles but it's all that they know they're gonna put my parents were the same way like when i i told them and this is i guess a good segue to get back and forth um but i told them at some point like yo like i don't want to do this anymore like i'm ready to go and this was i think my junior year and they're like no we love college we didn't finish you're not gonna leave you're gonna tough it out and you're gonna finish and i was like it was to finish college or for this the cooking uh to finish college but i didn't want to finish college because i and see it was actually it wasn't even that i didn't want to finish it was like like i'm not happy doing i think these these were my words to them verbatim actually i'm not happy doing this anymore i want to take a year off so i can get myself together and kind of think of what is going to be something that i want to continue going to college for because this is not it 
And they just took that as you want to quit college and you don't want to go back. We quit and we never went back. You're not doing it because you need a degree so that you can get a good job. But they are so stuck on this, like you need a degree shit that they don't realize these fucking jobs want you to have the experience because all of the people who really started a lot of these businesses are boomers and they're old white people who don't understand that like money a couple hundred dollars exactly (laughs) and that like the money y'all have set this shit up to where y'all are still getting paid for us spending all of our fucking money um and we're paying for their shit exactly (laughs) and it's like girl you like you you want me to get a degree but you don't understand for me to get say if it wasn't culinary say if i wanted to be in the music business they want me to have this degree but then they also want me to have a uh, real life experience in previous jobs and like 10 sometimes 15 years worth of experience like for an entry I'm, level I'm job 21. for <laughs> exactly for like under minimum wage and it's like you are so stuck on this idea that i have to have a degree that you're not listening to me like i was I've been in and out of, I know we, I talked about it before, so I don't feel bad. Um, but trigger warning, this is about, um, I'm not going to mention suicide, but the, the reasonings behind all of this, uh-huh. like I was in and out of psych wards. I was crying all the time. I was super depressed. Like I was, I got to a point to where like, I didn't want to go to classes anymore. I would just, I would show up every now and then. So my teachers knew I was alive, but I wasn't doing any homework. I wasn't doing anything. Cause it was like, I'm here because I'm being forced to be like, I don't want to be a part of any of this. I don't want anybody on campus to see me. Like I, I was absolutely miserable. Um, because I was just so lost. It was like, damn, like I I spent all of my time. Like I've been here for two years. I've done internships. I have, I've done all these different jobs. I was currently working at a restaurant. It was like, I'm doing all the things I was supposed to do. And I'm seeing all these people around me who, who are so passionate and still are about the culinary field. Just like, always talking about food and developing stuff and going and trying out all these different restaurants and always looking at all this, all this other food. And I was always in the background, like, I mean, I just like to cook. And it took me going to a culinary school and seeing like, Oh, so this is what y'all are like, because the food network does not, (laughs) they feed people a lot of false hopes. Um, And that was a a large problem that I noticed being an orientation leader, which is a good segue because it helped me to see this aspect of myself. Um, Being an orientation leader, I started to notice a lot of things with the incoming freshmen and all of them would only talk about these different um, food network shows or like people they followed on social media who like got them into reality TV. Like it's so edited and exactly. Um, I mean, and that's nice if that gets you into cooking, then cool. But even HGTV, y'all, don't I, think it's not edited. It's like a motherfucker. I, I wish it's someone, I can't remember who this person was that gave me this advice. Um, and I want to say it was mainly my, it may have been my freshman year. So it was already too late. But um, it was about culinary school. It was like, I feel like people should at least have an industry job for at least six months before considering going to culinary school. Like start off like working in the industry, like in as a kitchen, like in a kitchen job. So whether it's being like a prep cook, like you need to be in a kitchen and actually understand the experience to see if this is something that you really want to go to because it looks nice on the food network, 
but it's not like that. Oh, in, yeah. Like, I that, was that's sometimes not... scared to go to the kitchen. Like, that's their, oh, that's yeah. their own that's, world. That's why I said we ain't the same. Well, no, no. I, I was very much aware of that. Like, I would only go in the back if it was the community meal that we were having, like, before I shift. Or oh, I hated doing community meals. I loved them. I mean, I think that the you I see, think the you chefs, loved it because it you was as were much on, as I wanted. You were on the receiving end. No, 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 no. But from what from what I saw, and hopefully that was it was true. But they looked like they because it was like three. I don't know. A bunch of people made it, but they looked like they enjoyed making it, and every single thing was something different too, mm-hmm. which was cool. We but, always will switch it up. It was um, just sometimes it's like I have prep to do. And feeding you is the last thing that I want yeah, to do. Yeah, <laughs> that was the literal calm before the storm. It was before the shift was starting and everything's cool. But I knew as soon as 4 or 5 o'clock came for dinner, I'm not coming back here unless I need to come back here. We would burn. I mean, we weren't supposed to. But we would burn um, servers. Like, if they would come to, especially to, we would burn servers. Like, if, if a server. Oh, like, actually burn them? Yeah, if a server came into, first of all. If you come into the kitchen, you don't come any further than right here. If you need a plate, you better ask for it because you don't know what's hot and what's not. And if you drop something, you fuck up my station, I will fuck you up. Because if you break a glass and that breaks on my station, that means that anything is open, I now have to throw out. And you better pray to (laughs) God that better not have been something that I had to make from scratch. So don't touch nothing. If you want something, the chef will tell you what to grab and will advise how you should grab it. All of my restaurants that I ever worked is there would be a manager who would be on the line with the tickets and like mm-hmm. putting everything mm-hmm. we would have the food runners mm-hmm. to grab it and then the servers like if it's a lot the servers would also come um there was as far as back of house stuff there was the head chef or the back of house manager or whatever um yeah i would only ever go to the back and i would always if i ever made a mistake on like a ticket or something i would be like i am oh, so God. sorry <laughs> Because you know you're going to get cussed out. Think about what the fuck did you do? I know. I'd be like, hey, um, this ticket here, can we blah, blah. Usually, I would if it was a small thing, I'd be like, hey, sorry. But if it was like like vegetarian or some kind of allergy, I'd be like, wait, <laughs> stop. And I felt like I would fuck up everything. And then I would just go back to the front. <laughs> I mean, it was never that bad. But so we don't digress a little too much. Um, I, I noticed that like through being an orientation leader... I loved it. Um, I was voted favorite orientation leader like several times. Like I liked having, um, I always called on my students, but I liked having all of my students every, um, like the different classes. Like it was so much hard work getting to it, but like being able to like have all of these freshmen come in who had like no idea what the fuck was going on and were all most likely super nervous and were coming from all over, not even just the country, but the fucking globe. Like we had international student like students. Um, but like being able to perform for them or like give them information and to like kind of like calm their nerves a little bit. Like I would always parents loved me because I had no problem sitting down and being like, I can see that you're so worried. Like, what's up? You talk like, with the parents? Mm-hmm. Oh. I, because, like, honestly, and I didn't realize, like, that was one of the things that fed me up until that point. But I still joke about it all the time. They're like, uh, I probably should have been a therapist. People Sometimes tell me. I want to, but. No, nah, it ain't for you, girl. Me being um, an emotional person. Oh, you would be crying. And I feel like that's you're not supposed to do that. Probably as a, not. As a, 
therapist. I feel like that might be frowned upon. Somebody did that. Was it you? No. Somebody that I know explained that they went to a therapy session with their psychiatrist, I believe, and not the... What's the other one? Psychiatry and... A psychiatrist does merits. No, the other one. Then the Psychologist. Psychologist. They talked with their psychologist. And the psychologist, like, just started breaking down after they explained. And they were like, you probably not supposed to be doing this. <laughs> but that'd be me, because it's just, I just feel... You're a crybaby. I fi- I... You are. You're a fucking crybaby. You gonna be my ass? Yeah, <laughs> you always. I'm, I might get that on it. You know what? That might be. <laughs> that that might be on his shirt. You gonna be my ass? <laughs> I say that a lot. Uh, <laughs> but I don't know. I just for me, I just I could not be. I don't know if I could do it just because I don't know how I feel about going back to school. That's the biggest thing for me. But I've always loved like sitting down and talking to people and making people feel better. And like at first I thought that I could only do that with food because that was the only way I knew how to. But I was like, oh, bitch, I can use my words. Like, <laughs> I, I can like like use my personality and like make jokes and like it actually brings like it can change somebody's day. Like what the fuck is that? Um so did you never pursue anything as far as trying? Once you discovered that that's what, like you said, fed you, you never I didn't, tried to... I didn't know it at the time. Oh. It, at that point, was making me happy, which was the only reason that I think about it. it. was probably the only reason why I was staying in school, because I never left... It was a blessing. I never left campus. So that, like... Like you lived school, on campus? But, yeah. So, like, oh. that school... Well, not even that, but school oh, being yeah, over right. and then having to put all your shit in a storage locker for the summer and then flying home and then coming back and having to, I never had to go through any of that. So like I would pack up out of, to move out of my dorm room and I would move into another dorm room. And then once all the, cause what would happen is that anybody that was staying over the summer, so like orientation staff, uh, residential life staff, like anybody who needed to be on campus for the summer, they would all stay in one building. Mm. Uh, they would always choose one do- dormitory each year I for everybody. Sometimes. sometimes, just sometimes. Like, hey, but we don't, need, <laughs> well, we don't need to go back into that because that's a whole other episode that we have already had recorded. I don't remember. I think that was the this My Damn House. That might have been when we talked about um, our roommate situation oh. and living with other people. Um, wow, memories. That seems like so long ago, but that was this year. Yeah. Um, God damn, this has been a long fucking year. Anyway. Um, but I I didn't understand it then. I didn't understand it until a couple of years ago when it was like, okay, like I actually really like this. Like at the time I liked it, but I was so stuck on like it was like it only lasts for the summer. And then school would come back in session and I had to go right back into the things that I was doing. And every year I was just like, why am I doing this? And then summer would come and I would be, I would feel happy again. Uh, but it took a really long time for me to figure that out. And I never would have thought that this was something that I would have ever wanted to do, which is weird because I spent my whole life always wanting to make people laugh. Like I only watch, I mainly watch comedies. Like if ever I'm like not in a good mood, the first thing I want to do is watch something that's going to make me laugh to bring me out of that mood. So I've always used comedy um, as a way of like healing, but I just, until I realized it would have never even thought to put any, um, any, time into it uh which is why i wanted to bring up this this thing of uh your purpose evolving like it it 
just i i don't want y'all hopefully i can help save you if you're not there or this will keep your eyes open for the future but you don't have to be completely derailed and lost just because something that you thought was going to be your thing is no longer the thing that feeds you like that may mean that like this was supposed to get you into the door to get your eyes open to seeing what this purpose could be but there's like bringing people joy there's so many ways to do that you can do that through food you can do it through laughing you can do it through just literally being in the room now you don't even have to speak to someone but if you're just someone who's just your aura is just naturally grounding that can be really great for a lot of people like your purpose can be so many things or there's just like so many outcomes to like one specific thing so like don't don't feel too lost because I don't know if you know what this is about at all. Um, for people who don't watch, um, for people who don't watch Insecure, I think, I think this part came from season. Um, what was the last one? The last one was season four or season five? Season four. four? Uh, I, I feel like we were supposed to be on five. You haven't get better i only saw the episode when i was at your house that one time dude i just better. have so much stuff on my watch list. make some time uh, but lawrence i mean was lost th- for a little bit he was um and he talked about how like if you see seasons one and two he spends so much time trying to get woot woot off the ground because his whole his mindset is like i want to be a developer i want to make apps i want to be you know making like the i want to start paving away for other people like he wanted to be in the forefront and he didn't realize until I think the end of the third, like probably the Is end that of that when he went to that interview and that job thing to try to pitch it, I think, or something. Yeah. And they were was like all suited up and stuff. Eh, he wasn't suited. It was just at, at work. But I think oh. that was season. That may have been season uh, two or three. Uh-huh. I can't. They all I've seen them all. That. So, so many times they, they all just Molly, blend together. Yeah. Oh, okay. no. Mm, you mean at the airport? No, there was a thing where he ran into Molly. He had just finished his interview, I think, or something like that. Oh, no, she ran into him on purpose. Is oh, that what you're talking about? Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he, on season four, like, you know, he was talking yours. about it. No, I'm not going to give any specifics. Oh. Um, He was just talking about how, like, he realized that he was actually happier in the background. Like, he likes working on teams, and he likes being able to help other people get their dreams um, to the forefront. So like he thought that his purpose was to be an app developer and to be the one coming up with the ideas and spearheading those ideas and, and getting them done. But he actually prefers like being in, in the, in the back. Like he, he likes tech, but well, I, you know, saying, actually I don't need to be in the thing that he wanted. It just mm-hmm. kind of, he just had to shift. Yeah. Exactly. And <laughs> at some point, I mean, that one thing may always bring you joy, but that, that thing may shift at some point. And for me, it shifted so hard, but, but I had only focused on the one thing. Like I only focused on food for my literal entire life. So I was like, what the fuck else am I going to do? And uh, up until I got to the point where it made me, it started bringing me joy. And I started to understand it through therapy. Thank God for Francine. Um, but I would have never, I'd always thought about doing a podcast. 
But mm-hmm. I was just like, who am I going to do one with? I know I can't handle one by myself. Like, I just. I wish I had the videos of when I was like kind of putting it out there in Kansas City, like 2015, 2016. I was talking about like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to have a YouTube channel, blah, 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 blah. Like, I, and you, well, I showed you how I, I had like all these episode things already lined mm-hmm. up. Like, I was ready. <laughs> and like, I had thought about it, but My it was always was like, meet you. In the, oh God, you look like Joan. <laughs> crop top and everything you look like joan um <laughs> but yeah i don't know like this this makes me happy and this is something that i like doing um and now that i understand this is something that i want to do like before all of this even happened uh once i realized that like damn like i might want to do something with comedy like i'm i'm i think i want to do something that's going to bring people joy and make people laugh and I was looking at Second City for classes. The improv thing? Mm-hmm. Well, they have improv and they have like other things like writing. I wanted to do all of them oh. uh, because it was like, if I'm going to do that, I'm one of those people where it's like, if I'm going to do this, I'm investing all of my time and I want to learn everything. I don't want to just do, I don't want to just know how to make people laugh. I want to know all the back shit and I want to know, I want to be able to do everything. Um, so I was looking at classes at Second City and then COVID. So that never happened because I wanted to do the classes for this year. But um, was that this year? I went to my first improv show. I went to one. I was either early, early this year or late last year. It was early this year. It was still cold. It was something in Boys Town. Um, uh, it was my first improv show that I had went to. But then they did this segment, I guess, where there was audience participation, and you just put your name in a bowl, and if they pick you, they got it. My name was picked, and I was like, "Oh shit." <laughs> uh, <laughs> improv is so hard but it was actually very fun um and that's where something where i was like hey i want to do this i never saw myself as a comedian kind of person but and see and the and you know what that's good because it's something that i want to bring up like if you find something that interests you try it like it doesn't need to be waiting to say that like try that shit like it Please who gives like a fuck interest exactly <laughs> like <clears throat> insecure is just such a good example <laughs> is this um, a spoiler though oh i mean it's technically a spoiler but it's not spoilers it's not the type of spoiler that really gives anything away oh well, um, no because i feel like with the whole purpose thing to go back to that or even interest it's like you can have the one thing and like we said, it can shift, but it can also kind of branch off into multiple things that A, is your quote purpose, but B, just you get enjoyment out of. And it's okay to have more than one thing that you do just for, just because. Like he said, he wants to do guitar, comedy. Um, what else did you say? Therapy, making people laugh. Like there's just, mm-hmm. there's so much to it. And like my, um, my aunt, rest her soul, Sheila... <laughs> was one of the smartest motherfuckers I think I had ever met in my life and had either a degree or a trade in everything. Literally. Be like Sheila. Like she, if she liked it or she thought about it and thought it would interest her, she fucking tried it. She could fix your refrigerator. She could fix your computer. She can break. That's why I started doing Coursera. Have you heard of that? No. Um, it's a free thing where you can take online classes from like legit schools and stuff like Howard and shit. Yeah. And you can get, you get certificates. You don't, you can do something for, I don't think it's a degree, but you can take as many classes as you want, get as many certificates as you want. 
um, you can pay for like a subscription and I forgot what it does. Um, but that's, I feel like that's a good way for people mm. to just learn right, stuff. Right, like, we can put that in the, in the yeah. description. We'll put that in the description so I you guys will. can give that Because that's where I started with my job now. Um, we did like a psychosis class or like a training. And then that kind of set some kind of spark in me where I wanted to start doing psychology classes. Because I've actually kind of been the same where my mom has always told me that I'm a great listener. Mm, and she would always... We would have this little ritual when I used to live with her. In the morning, I would just go because she had a little home office. I would just come and sit down. I wouldn't even say anything. And then she just kind of telling me how her day is or how she's feeling. And just blah, 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 blah. And then I'd be like, cool. And I walk out. Like, she just wanted to let it all out. She did not want me to have say anything to back. Um, and I feel like it's important for people to do that. Um Sometimes people just want to share. They don't want feedback. We've said that so many times. <laughs> and like, if you're curious, I always ask. Like, if it's a situation where it's like I'm confused and I can't tell if, like, if you just want to speak and just be heard, I'll ask, do you, no, I don't want to cut you off, but do you want feedback or do you just, no? Okay, that's fine. Just double checking. Go ahead. So I used, like, I briefly thought about doing psychology as, like, a, a major when I was in school. Mm-hmm. But then, because I realized as I got older that I was getting more emotional, I was like, I don't know if I can separate them. <laughs> so I'm probably not going to do that. But I still want to learn about psychology. And like, I just think the brain is just very interesting and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's so much stuff that interests me. Um, like, like I said before, music. I love to sing, but I'm not trying to do anything. I love to dance, but I'm not trying to be like, you know, what's her name? Paris something. Don't know what um, about. She's like a well-known choreographer and stuff. Um, what else do I like? There's just, I don't know, video games. I love playing video games, but I'm not trying to be like a gamer or like a professional gamer. It'd be cool, but no. Um, like people who play on like Twitch? All yeah, day. Twitch or YouTube and like get paid for it and do like, perf- like what are those, like the hey, I mean stuff. Like, I mean, that's great that you can get a if you, million exactly. dollars. For- <laughs> if, you, if you getting paid from it, cool. But my nigga, if I'm... Working all day, and I come home, and the only thing you're doing is playing video games. We need to have a conversation. Like, I think that's what I'm gonna do with if I ever have a child. My brother tried doing that. He tried to. He was working for something. It makes sense. And he's knowing knowing your brother so far. It makes sense. And he's a very techie person, obviously, as mm-hmm. we saw. So he tried to do like streaming for video game stuff. I think you talked about it before. And I think he wants to get back into it. Um, and I was like, listen, I support you. Go ahead. Um, you might as well try and make some ink. Cause I feel like if you're going to use it for your time that you're like, that's your wind down time anyway, mm-hmm. it can also make you some money. Like if you know, I'm about to sit down here probably for the next like two, three hours and play video games. Why not turn on and a I, camera? I love playing video games, but I actually hate playing video games for like a long amount of time in like one sitting or like some streams will be like an hour and a half or two hours. I actually don't like to play that long. Mines are pretty quick. I just kind of play like 30, 45 minutes and then I'm done. And then I might come back to it later, but I just cannot play. That's why I don't think I could do it. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's, it's it's not for me, period. Um, But I wanted to say shout out to those who at a young age, if you have known what you wanted to do and you have been Damn working dog. towards doing that and you can see like the end goal and everything, that's great. Um, If you're like me where 
like when you when you ask me my purpose, <laughs> I don't I don't have like just kind of well I don't think anybody should just have one thing in mind. Mm-hmm. I'm just me. I'm I'm think I'm almost like a hippie in the sense I'm just here chilling. Like that's that's all I'm doing, um, and I'm okay with that. Like I'm just kind of living life as the days go on. <laughs> um, but I'm also very impulsive. Very. <laughs> a little is d- does not describe so very impulsive. That's why I feel like for me it's fun because it's like, who knows? Because one day I'm doing something, the next day I'll be like, hmm. I want to try something else. Yep. And go for it. Like that's, that's I do. That's a major takeaway. Before, I was all over the country. I want to try and wrap it up soon. We're, we're at an hour. And I was that's like, okay. We got like 30 more minutes. And see, and that's where my mind keeps going. <laughs> but I'm like, and I got to a point where I was just like, an hour and a half seems very short. And I was like, no, an hour and a half is enough. Um, um, oh, and I also wanted to go back what he said about um, no, to people with degrees. Um, for those of y'all that have degrees, that is great. Good for you. I'm glad you got that achievement. But I feel like degrees have become more... It's almost like Irrelevant a certificate or at obsolete. This point. Like, yeah, hey, I feel terrible because a lot of people aren't even working in jobs with the degree that they went for. All this money and all this debt for the fuck what? And because that doesn't feed you anymore, or so you just can't find a job in that degree. Either you're not field. working in a job that has nothing to do with your degree, or even though you have a degree, you're either working like you're still working two jobs, or you're at some random job that doesn't even make you happy. And it's, I think my sister got. Her degree in psychology it's something it's something to do with therapy or something like that and i think she i don't know what she does anymore but i think she works at like the last i checked she was working at like a it wasn't a bank job i think it was like insurance or something mm-hmm. but i mean she was making bank but it was like it had nothing oh, nothing and to great do with. don't work somewhere just because it makes a lot of money if you're not i feel like it's hard to work somewhere where yeah you're getting a lot of money but you're not happy I was talking to I was talking to someone about this, but also don't be like what are they called like a starving artist like pursuing something but poor. (laughs) Yeah, like I mean, I'm not trying to I don't I'm trying to figure out how to tell this situation without putting anybody's business into the into the street. I don't know, make up names or something. Um. So DW, I, I will just say, I just I have people in my life mm-hmm. who are getting looked at certain ways because um like you were last year so that sounded that almost sounded really rude and that's not how like, i meant like it me, what? <laughs> um, how you were last year it's why this person is just like quitting jobs and this person is, is it for the same reason kind of thing i would assume so uh because i know what oh, this they're person younger, really they're younger mm-hmm. oh they're still figuring but, it out. But still, but in their 20s. Yeah, yeah. Um, this other person is not. Oh. Um, but they, every time it's brought up, it's like, you know, they ain't got no job. And yeah, they quit their job again. And I'm like, oh, yeah, but. Um, and I think I, I told this person this the other day. I was like, you also have to realize that we're of a completely different generation. Like, y'all were brought up when like, you if you are lucky enough to get a good job you keep it you don't care if it makes you miserable you have a family to feed you got people to take care of 
this is the best that you can get. This is the best that you're going to do. And it makes you enough money to be able to afford you to at least, if nothing else, get by. So why would you leave? We don't have that tie down anymore. If I have a job and I don't like it, I'm not going to stay. The fuck am I going to stay here for? Like, I that's how I was with my old company. I absolutely hated it. His eyes went all the way to the back of his head. <laughs> I hated it. Like, everything about going to that place, just my energy would change. I, like, I would feel completely different walking into that building. I hated everything about that job. I was getting paid slave wages. Literally. I think I was making, like, 22. No. I was making, like, $26,000 a year. Which after taxes is like in the teens. That's nothing. Exactly. You can barely file taxes. Exactly. Um, and I was only there because of my friends. It was like, you know what? I hate this place, but I love seeing my friends. Like they're the reason I get through the day. And I was like, you know what? If we're going to be friends, we'll be friends when I'm not at this company. But I can't. Like for me, it was like, bitch, I got to go. Um, that would be a reason that I would stay is if my friends are there. Like y'all make it tolerable. But if mm-hmm. y'all leaving, I'm leaving. I'm out. <laughs> um so where are we going because i'm not staying here if you're gonna but you're the the sole reason why i walk in this bitch every week and you telling me you not fuck it let's go where are we going if you applying i'm applying oh that happened um, with me when i quit grubhub paris quit grubhub i was like come on because that place i cannot do corporate life i cannot do what is it see, a call center uh i've i've done it i've done both and we did four by tens there technically i was there for 11 hours but it would it was 10 hours on one hour lunch that's my whole day i had i think i don't even i'm so used to it because it's been the same for so long but i think i work nine to ten hours i have a i've i I think i work nine i have an eight hour a day an eight hour day a one hour lunch oh that's not bad Mm. Mm. i mean you just have an extra hour but that's a whole other extra hour that's all um, i was gonna say i feel like it's okay to be impulsive but try to do it responsibly like don't be like me when i would quit i didn't have a backup plan i would just quit yeah no <laughs> and then i would be like that was the on one rent thing. and like all this other stuff and i'd be like damn that was the one thing that my mom has always taught me like if, look you're not about to be out here on yes yeah, if you're gonna give something up you need to have a backup plan so like, and I, I was, and I think just because I was always taught that, like, I think I said this to you a couple of times when you were like, yeah, I quit. I'm filling out some applications tonight. And I was like, you, so you don't, you quit and you don't have anything lined up. Like, why would you do that? Cause I have always been like, that's the drawback I, of my being impulsive. It's just, uh, I just, when once I'm done, I had, I'm done. I had everything planned strategically when I left my old job, cause the old job was a bitch. And I'm a, after this, I'm gonna get to the end of it. Cause we still got stuff to get to. And we're coming up on, a, oh, oh, we're, we're going a little long. Um, I had a plan. I found out that the pay periods were the same as the job I have now. I mean, it was the same oh, industry. Said, I got this down to a science. <laughs> the pay, the paydays and everything were the same. And the, my company was one of those, like they have to have the upper hand. So if you put in your, your two weeks, they'll walk you out. And my boss, my boss and I hated each other. So I knew so there was sort of giving you two weeks, the day that you announce it, they're going to like fire you. Yeah. They're like, no, it's okay. You can leave. And they'll walk you out. Like they ain't trying to pay. You. They're so petty. I remember somebody telling me this is after I left. This is somebody who left just because it, they 
they didn't, I don't even think they went to a competitor. They just went to do something else. And this is somebody who made them money. And he, um, he wasn't even putting it uh, in a two weeks. He was just going to leave, but he was giving them the common courtesy to be like this. Look, I, this is my last day. Um, but they kept telling him like to hold off and not leave. Cause he was just going to pack up his shit and go, but they kept telling him to wait and not leave yet. So he didn't know like what was going on. And then the same supervisor that I hated walked over to his desk and was like, okay, okay, come on, we can go. I'll walk you out. I hate that jobs ask for a two week notice, but the day for that what? you announce it, they're going to let you go. A, exactly. They're not so going to pay you for those two weeks. So I didn't do anything. I, um, I had my interview and the, the crazy part is my, my companies are like, Maybe five, six minutes apart. <laughs> yeah, went down the remember, remember um, when that day we went to Guitar Center to go get all of our uh -huh. stuff? Um, oh, no, because I didn't pick you up. Well, I, where I picked you up off of on uh, Clybourne, that's like in the middle between both of my jobs. <laughs> so, like, I literally have worked in the same area for the past, like, six years. But, um, but no, I, once I found out that everything was the same, it was like, oh, I get paid on my on my last day is payday, and then I start Monday with my new job, and then I get paid in two weeks. I'm not gonna miss my car note, <laughs> and I'm making I was making twice as much money. It's Come on, the place you're at now. I mean, it wasn't twice, but I went from being in the 20s to being in the 40s, so mm -hmm. I was very grateful. Um, but yeah, don't don't be afraid to to try something different. But our last little little take, um, because I also noticed that I was complaining about this earlier, and I was like, "Damn, I have to check myself." Two seconds later, about what? Uh, sacrificing, um, whatever you choose to I do. That word sometimes, but, but it's real. You don't have. I mean, nobody wants yeah, to accept go, it, go, go, but go it's a thing. Um, Make them sacrifice. You you have to. Like I know at some point. Could you use an example I still for have, yourself? Yeah, I'm about to. Oh. <clears throat> I still have a day job. And we still have this. So regardless, I still have my nine to five that has to get done so that I can pay my bills. And then I can do the things that make me happy. So I am going to have to sacrifice at least two hours. And it doesn't have to be every day. But if I have to get stuff done, like with all the stuff we want to do and in the future, like we want to start doing like videos and like all this other stuff, like that's going to mean that I'm going to have to take out more time out of my free time after work to get things done. And that's Saturdays because now it's like I have my day job Monday through Monday through Friday. I have certain days where I'll try and get editing done so I can get the, the episode uploaded. But I only have to worry about podcast stuff mainly on saturdays but it's gonna get to a point and i think i said this to you before too like you're like if we're gonna do this and if this is something that you want to do this means that we're gonna have to buckle down and we're gonna have to see each other on more than one day like that's just gonna have to be it we're both not gonna Remember be happy about it like three times in that one week <laughs> that was a lot um but i was also just stressed out from the move like uh -huh. it was less that i'm seeing you it was more of like how is this like the third time I've seen you? And then it's like this, we still have shit to do. It was just like, every time I saw you was like just a reminder of how much shit I had to do in that one week. Um, but 
at some point I'm going to have to start sacrificing. And you honestly, you, you can't get the things that you want in life and do the things that you want if you aren't willing to sacrifice. Like sacrificing doesn't really mean that you have to give up a lot. It may be that like... Yeah, I was saying, don't do it every day. Like every yeah. day after work, put two hours aside to do it. Like Yeah, mm-hmm. like, I mean, there's, there's... I mean, if that's if that's something that you want to do or if you feel like that is or the yeah, necessary amount drive, of time, yeah. But <laughs> like for me, it means that like I value being alone i value my quiet time so that means that like i'm gonna have to give up sometimes 30 40 minutes of laying down on this fucking bean bag and being a bum i'm gonna have to get up and actually do something and honestly at the end of the day if that's something that i'm hoping is one day is going to feel like be the the main thing that pays me i should be giving up more uh, so just don't be afraid to sacrifice because I mean, it, it doesn't mean that you have to like give up a job in order to get something done. It just may mean that like, yo, when you come home, you usually get high and chill out for a couple of hours and then watch TV. Like maybe you come in, you chill for an hour or an hour and a half. And then the other two hours or whatever the fuck that you would have spent really doing nothing before probably doing nothing else. Get up and get some work done. Even if it's just one thing, like even if it means the only thing you get done is editing. Like that's what I, how I treat it. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't edit directly after we um, record. It usually happens on like Tuesdays. Most times it's on Wednesdays and the episodes drop on Thursdays. Yeah, so now I, that, <laughs> now that I'm doing more social media stuff, I've put aside, I believe Tuesdays, Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Cause once the episode comes out, I give it a couple of days first and then do like all the Instagram stuff. And then at some point it's it's gonna have to be an everyday thing to where we're both mm-hmm. doing something. Um but like if you gotta give yourself a little pep talk to hype yourself up or do what the fuck you gotta do. Like or... everybody nobody gets to where they are without making sacrifices. Like Tyler Perry what and I don't want to use him as, as an example. Like, but nobody like him. But he but I mean th- that nigga He put the time in. He works he went from being homeless to like he lost his like uh, there's so many things that were like he could have just gave up but he sacrificed and he like he really did what the fuck he had to do and that nigga has a whole studio that even disney can't outbeat it's like you gotta you yeah you gotta put the time in um but takeaways for this week um for you guys because this is something i want to you bastard something i want to make sure that i do very much Mm, barely (laughs) um i want to make sure we start doing takeaways for you guys each uh each week when we have shit like this so that in the case we do get a little too derailed we Mm. at least kind of go down this list with y'all um (laughs) pretty much (laughs) uh so uh find what drives what drives you uh motivates you or energizes you um create goals to help you get those things done uh so like i was just saying earlier like if it means that all right so tuesdays and wednesdays these are things that i do and then on friday fridays these are the three things i need to get done like create create those things for yourselves um and let's not forget do your best follow your heart don't give up and take care of yourself yeah because with everything he was just saying it's like if this if this motivates you that is great um but again, it's not something where you have to put like two or three hours every single day aside. Like if it's just one hour a week to start with, that is okay. You're making progress. Baby steps. Slow and steady wins the race. Like, 
Jesus ain't. I had to try not to sneeze. It in. spiked on both of our phones. <laughs> um, we have to stay away from that culture. I feel like social media makes it really bad. Where it's like everybody's in go mode and work mode. All and, and it's day. Like, it's, it's okay. I, I, for me, like I, I try not to really look at how other people get things done because that can derail you so much. It's like, damn, like I feel like, like I'm putting in so much. Just like the little bit that I'm doing is like so tiring. And this person is consistently busy. And like they, they just seem so unfazed. What they want you to see. Exactly. Plus, everybody just, you're, everybody isn't the same. Like you, we all in different you lanes. can't get shit done if you are completely burnt out all the time. Mm-hmm. What is it? You, you have to give yourself lanes, rest. And success is different for everybody. Um, what's his what's his face uh, Mahershala Ali is that his name he didn't get his big break until he was like 35 mm-hmm. like he was in his 30s I don't know how old he is and I hope I'm not I, I mean I'll look it up, he but. looks great there's but people yeah there's people like in their 30s or 40s who like just are getting their big breaks like everything like everybody has their own season like it, it's not just because it happened in five seconds for somebody else doesn't mean it's gonna happen in five seconds for you it may take you a little bit longer 46 so yeah, he got he literally didn't get his his big break until he was almost forty. Um, but I'm but sure he was happy before then. Too. Exactly. I mean, he he was in it. He was doing what the fuck he need to do. But I'm thinking about I'm talking about success wise and like putting oh. like don't don't look at someone else's what someone else is doing and thinking that like you have to be on their their level or better. They just may be at another another point that you're not at yet. Take your time. But now that we've gotten out of the dryer segment, oh god. <laughs> I don't want to talk about this. Uh, y'all know what time it is. It's time for this six brown chicks. Stupid. Or as we're going to name it as well for, uh, for us. But that's just me. Oh. You ready? No. You should be. Okay. Question one. How can I? I never know where the story's going to go. Me either. <laughs> I only literally saw this these first three words. I used to, I used to talk I about the like, one last week where the girl was in the basement. Or something like that while her she said her boyfriend was with his wife um and someone was like how fitting your relationship is like you in the basement cold and unfinished <laughs> <laughs> all right question one. Oh lord i'm seven months pregnant i'm 29 my okay. boyfriend 33 confessed that because money is so tight he thinks it's best that he move out we li- we live with my parents he got a female roommate and she posted that her soulmate is back home. He denies a relationship advice. Are you paying rent at your parents' house? I think he's using that as, as an I was going to say, if money's tight and you live with your parents, I feel like you'd be good. You'd be saving some money there, probably. Mm, that would be why you go back home. Yeah. Yeah, girl. He's, uh, you need he to liar. move on. He a liar. He, he's... Is that his child? I'm assuming. If that was the first yeah. thing that they said, mm-hmm. I'm assuming it is. I'm pregnant. Okay. <laughs> I think it's just giving it's just giving you the the insight mm-hmm. on the situation. I'm pregnant. I'm 29. I'm living with my parents. This nigga was living with me, and he left me talking about I'm gonna go get my situation better. And now he's living with some bitch. And now he's denying that they in a relationship, but she yeah, thinks they like, in a relationship. Why don't he's in a both, relationship? Why don't we both? go out of my parents house and get situated together why do you just gotta go by yourself because he was moving out of her life he was abandoning her and that baby 
All right. That one wasn't too bad. Not too bad. <laughs> Question number two. <laughs> My husband, a minister, was in a Zoom meeting with our pastor. I heard the pastor tell him to get rid of me because we not equally yoked. She's ugly. She's not first lady material, he said. But I've been sleeping with the pastor since I was a teen. Mm. Wait, 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 wait. Expose him. Expose the pastor or... Or what? Oh, that's it? Yeah. Oh. She's just asking if she should expose him? Uh-huh. First of all, I don't. I would not put my business out there that you've been sleeping with the pastor since you were a teenager. I mean, it's anonymous. So technically, but they did. still, um, predatory. Um, like a motherfucker. <laughs> what would you say? Should? I don't agree with exposing people. But plus the church is going to eat that up, especially like a, if it's a black ooh, church. And you know it is. Um, <laughs> Drama. But what I will say, um, and this is what I would do, uh, because again, that's this. This just me. Plus, I feel like we didn't get to see like did 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 you say her husband's the minister or something like that? Hmm. We didn't. Did her husband defend her? Did he? I mean, there's several problems here. Uh, because one one. Let's let's I'm going to read this again so that we can understand the roots. One of the roots of this problem. She knows it too. My husband, yes. cu- current. Yes. A minister. Wait a second. Was, I'm just I think I know where you're going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was in a Zoom meeting with our pastor. I heard the pastor tell him to get rid of me because we not equally yoked. She's ugly and she's not first lady material. What pastor says that about somebody? But I've been sleeping current with the pastor since I'm i was going. a teen should i i mean if you're gonna expose him i didn't see i ain't even catch it the first time you're gonna expose yourself bitch shut the fuck up and play your role i like not to no i can't go there because we don't talk about him um i'm so happy i don't even know where you're going no because this sounds like a, a male r&b singer oh, no novella no thing fuck him but i know you know what we're talking about but mm-hmm. This is literally probably one of those episodes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there are like 30 of them. I know. I'm, I don't. I've but only heard a couple. Yeah. You can't expose him without exposing yourself. I didn't even catch that. Dummy bitch. Look, <laughs> your feelings are hurt, but niggas have egos. And currently, he, if he's been fucking you since you were a teen, he wants you at some Even if it's not like he wants to marry her. I mean, usually niggas who are like that, who are preying on someone who's a teenager he's also probably just predatory in general yeah, so many so it's like, a, it's like yeah y'all have had your thing on the side so either he wants so more at this keep point. it i don't even think it's that he wants more i think it's one of those situations to where like it's just the ego and you know men see women as property so he's like i've been fucking her since she was like that that's mine like oh. i don't want you like she ain't for you my nigga like y'all not Ugh. equally yoked and he's a pastor it's exactly just... which is a whole other issue anyway question three he told me up front that he had a fiance but things weren't working out girl he lied i worked hard i'm sure i worked hard to <laughs> compete with her bought him fits co-signed a truck and i was winning his mom revealed that no truck Mm-hmm. Wow, she was like, I'm down. Well, co-signed. But still, put your name on it. And she thought she was winning. But his mom revealed that, that the fiancé never existed and that he was just using her. 
I really like this man. Keep dating him? No. I mean. He got money out of you. The relationship. Some people are okay with being used. But it's literally step one. The first step, start off on a lie. Like, that's all it's been. I mean, I I say go to therapy, to be honest. Like Like couples therapy? No. She needs to be therapy by herself. She needs to be by herself, period. (laughs) But if she, (laughs) the first step may be being in therapy first. So I say that she try therapy so that she can get her shit together. Because there is no way that I'm going to sit here and willingly and knowingly let some nigga use me. Absolutely the fuck not. Yeah, because my thing is, because I've actually been something similar. I was never competing with somebody no, but if you if you say you're in the middle of a divorce or a breakup or something like that, who, where I need to see this person so that I need to know they're real. Where's the paperwork? Yeah, and then we can get this ball rolling. There's no way y'all get married, my nigga. Even if it was just at the courthouse, somebody took a picture, procure it, show it to me <laughs> now. I need to see that divorce papers, signature and dated. <laughs> Because I'm sure they're stamped by a notary. I wouldn't. I wouldn't know. But I'm sure they have to get notarized. I so, so somebody has. I want to see. There's it. a copy somewhere. Procure it. <laughs> All right. Question number four. These are very mild. Mm-hmm. But I'm very. Scared. Oh, this one's a little. Whew. The family whore, aka the aunt who slept with everyone's current and or ex husbands, was evicted and needs a place to stay. My ex-husband volunteered my former home. I don't want him, but I don't want her nasty ass in my old house either. I ain't got nothing to do with you at this point. How to legally stop this? There is no way to legally. You're just being petty. Former. Because she don't want her, her auntie fucking up on her ex-husband. It's your ex-husband and you don't live there no more. Move on. It ain't got nothing to do with you. I wonder who broke up with who. Like, I wonder if she filed for divorce or if he filed for divorce. This sounds like soul food. You know, this the second I saw the aunt who slept with everyone's current or ex-husbands, I went, oh, you'll relate to this because you watch soul food. <laughs> I would relate to it. Because you watched oh, soul. You like call you me w- her all the time. Faith. <laughs> Faith ass nigga. <laughs> And everyone who knows, but I clarified that situation up. Nah, you know, you know, clarifying beach. Yeah, you're um, just mad for no reason, girl. Let it go. My wife was suspended from her job at the fire department. Ooh, she a firefighter. Good for her. You don't know that. Um, she said she was bullied, so I slipped up. So I slipped up there to have a chat with her bully manager. The red faced manager showed me the triple X tape. Of my wife with two male co-workers. I haven't been home in two days. Advice. Uh. Um, First order of business would probably be and go get tested. Let's just. Because mm-hmm. if, she's, if okay. she's lying to you about losing her job for fucking them too, there may have been others. Not saying that she's a a hoe, but I don't, yeah, you don't, I don't know think he who said that she said. Well, she said she was getting bullied, so she already. I think she lied. Oh, she definitely so lied. I would come back 
and be like, hey, I went to your job and I would give her the opportunity to be truthful this time. Let's try this again. I was at your job and I talked to your manager, told me what happened. So I just want to ask you again. And if she still lied, then I'll be like, hey, what's this? (laughs) See, I feel like I can't do that without being passive aggressive. Like I'm I'm not going to I'm not going to give you the opportunity to tell me the right story. I'm I'm gonna be like I'm gonna walk up in. Oh, can you, can you um, can you spare a second? I just wanna. No, 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 nothing's bad. I just wanted to um, coming in calm. <laughs> I just wanted to uh, just thinking about some stuff and just kind of wanted to have a conversation. Um, so I went to your job, and uh, you know, I tried to be a good partner and see what was no going on. You. And exactly because nobody should be treated that way. And um, I spoke to your boss. And I'm getting conflicting stories. And I kind of just like. You're very David right now. I want to. Th- that's how I feel. That Every time I see it, I'm like, that's me. Yeah. It's like I'm getting conflicting stories. And I kind of just. I want to know the truth. Um, so can you run your story by me one more time? I just want to make sure that I'm remembering the details. Go ahead. I'm letting you know. She's going to be like. Uh, I know the truth. You better not lie to my ass. <laughs> Out of my face twice. <laughs> I will cut you. First of all, you make me look like a fool at your job. Going up there to protect your bitch ass? Nah. You better redeem yourself right now. And that's after <laughs> I go and get tested. Because the first order of business, I don't know who you sleeping with. Mm-hmm. And then do you know who they sleeping with? Because niggas don't talk. Wolf. Too much for your girl. All right. This one's a two wife. That was his wife. Mm-hmm. That ain't your wife. That's our wife. <laughs> Loving the crew. <laughs> All right. This is a twofer. Oh God. All right. My husband, married a year. Congratulations. Um, is a car salesman and he pays the bills. I'm so sorry. We were thriving until October 2nd when my credit card declined at the grocery store. I learned. I heard I learned the house is in foreclosure and our cards are maxed out. He hasn't worked from day one. What the heck has he been doing? Turns out this is why this this is why it's a twofer. Turns out uh, the husband confessed that he leaves our home every morning to visit my to visit a 19 year old stripper who takes all my hard earned money. They do drugs together. Oh, they do drugs and everything else together. He says he's addicted, but loves me and needs help. Addicted to... I'm broke and hurt. Help. Leave him. He's stressing me out. My foot is like... <laughs> uh, I'm just going to say, I mean, I've never personally had to deal with a loved one dealing with addiction. Um, And I mean, as far as like... So he's addicted to the drugs. That's what he's claiming. Oh. Um, but all I can truly say is he needs to find somewhere to go. Um, give him the love and support and tell him that, that like, you don't have that kind of degree. Like, I, I really hate that people feel like when whenever someone's going through something like this, it's like, I can't abandon them. And it's like, you can't. There's only also so much you can do for your goddamn self. Like, if they really want to get help, they'll go and seek it. So here are your options. And I hate giving people ultimatums. But when it comes to 
addiction, there's only so much I'm going to put up with. So either you're going to check yourself into a facility and you're actually going to do the work. I understand it's going to be hard. It's going to, you may have to go more than once, but at the end of the day, you need to be willing to get this shit done. But I'm not going to go back and forth and doing this whole shit. I'm now broke because of you. So you need to. Exactly. So we, as far as you and I are concerned, my nigga, you can go. But I hope that when you do go, that you, while I'm trying to get myself together, and thank God, I don't think that they mentioned any children. Yeah. But thank God there are no kids in the mix of this shit. Like, you you, you fucking a 19-year-old doing drugs? I don't even know how old. Did, did she say how old they are? No, but still. Like, and we've only been married a year. Like, a, a year together, and you've already ruined my entire fucking life? A year has been too long, my nigga. You're not getting another one. I hope you figure it out. We can stay married if that's what you would prefer. We can stay in a relationship and work it out. But you can work it out from over there. You got a year to get it at least for me to see some dedication to you actually wanting to change. And if you don't, you will see some papers. Wherever the fuck we got to find your ass at under a bridge, in a home. I really don't care where we have to find you. But somehow, some way, you are getting served. (laughs) If You're you want it served with a side of off. fries as well, <laughs> if that will be able to get you to sign them, sure. But either way, my nigga, you are getting served and you're getting the fuck out of my house. You have 12 minutes. Grab and go. <laughs> uh, I agree with the support part. Like, if you need Honestly, help- he ain't even got 12 minutes because by the time we have this conversation... When that nigga comes back from doing drugs with his 19-year-old, when I see you, bitch, when you walk in the door, your bags are packed. All your shit is in the living room. To the left, literally, everything you own. Well, shit, you don't own anything because I barely own anything. So any kind of shit that you have that I can sell and make money off of is rightfully mine, bitch. You maxed out everything, bitch. Now I am in debt. When you go into debt, we... Go we into go, debt. Then everything goes from the crib to the bed. Oof, this made me this made me so mad. Anyway. You fucked up everybody's life. <laughs> that was it. I'm a, if I keep going, we're gonna go over. Oh. These are all very mild today. Thank you, Jesus. Nothing too crazy. People are dumb. As fuck. But I was a dumb person before. And that's on one of those episodes we talked about it. The one with the red flags. Mm, same. So I can't even. But not to this degree. Not to, nah. <laughs> no, sir. He would have had to go immediately. Um, Literally would have came home with his bags at the. Honestly, probably would have been a little sticky note on the door. Change The locks have already been changed. So don't even try. Um, Here are the. The, here are your clothes and the necessities. You got a toothbrush. Uh, I packed you some snacks. Here's here some, some masks and stuff in there. Figure it out. Your phone bill, you have 30 days. So find somewhere. Have a good one. <laughs> He's like, this is my house too. It's no one's house. It's the bank. <laughs> <laughs> These are the things that I deem that you like, deserve live to have as a human being. Like, I'm not going to put you out on your ass and you can't, you don't have clothes or like, like all the necessities to keep yourself sanitized and all. I'm going to give you, you have the essentials, anything that can be sold and money can be made off of is mine because now I have to pay off all of this fucking debt that you left me with. 
you don't get the the the, the privilege of being able to have anything monetary and that you can fuck no you don't need any money I need the money because I'm the one who's going to have to deal with this shit while you go figure out what the fuck is going on with you. And it better be in a goddamn clinic somewhere getting your shit together. And you just start getting money, send it my way. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, the courts <laughs> will send it your, will send it my way. Woo. I don't need to know where you are. You could pop back up in Alaska, bitch. If you get a dime and it goes to the IRS, it's coming right the fuck back to me. <laughs> I'm going to get my money, bitch. So make sure you know who you're talking to or who you're involved with. Because the absolutely the fuck not. I'm sure there were so many red flags before any of that shit. But you know what? I digress. Before you get married, make sure. N- know that nigga. Do you want to go ahead and take us out? Okay. So I hope this episode has brought some enlightenment to some of y'all. Or if y'all were just trying to figure yourselves out and you're listening to this, it kind of inspired you or motivated you. Um, But again, to kind of recap is have multiple interests, branch out and do stuff that just to do it for pure enjoyment doesn't have to be to get money and stuff. Um, And make sure you set aside time throughout the week aside from your day job or whatever to work towards whatever it is that you're wanting to do um but yeah or if you like me actually i would love to know if there's other people like me that are just kind of just chilling and coasting because <laughs> be like that sometimes um but yeah so um follow us on our instagram take girlfriend podcast as well as our facebook it's the same um send us any um questions or stuff that you want us to talk about or anything to our email hey girlfriend t as in tom m as in mary at gmail.com um uh listen to us or follow us i'm sorry on why are you laughing because you are very clearly going down a list You're like, okay i can't remember to say this <laughs> and i can't remember to say this. i'm a very list person <laughs> it's um, I, like seeing it i i can verify um list apple podcast google podcast stitcher iHeartRadio. radio did i say spotify spotify i don't know um you can subs- i think you follow or subscribe on those things um and then give us a rating or a comment because we haven't had any in a while but the ones that we did get were amazing tell your friends about it share it or share you know talk about the episodes that's the thing too if you know somebody that could hear this Share it with them. Let them know. Be like, this is meant for you. Spread the word. You see your friends a little lost. Just be like, I'm not. I'm, I'm not trying to be in your business, but maybe free of listen. charge. <laughs> Take your time. You don't have to listen to it all at once. I know it's a lot. At your allegiance, Jess. But you just—that's for you, sis. Um, and yes, I hope everybody is doing okay and safe. Now that we have a new president. I'm so happy we were on the same page. Because <laughs> I was like, Trump is out, bitch. Like, I was ready to get that out. Um, And Thanksgiving's coming up. Fuck Donald Trump. Fuck Thanksgiving. Fuck Donald Trump. Look, I mean, I like I Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. I like Thanksgiving because I like eating. Root, exactly. I don't I don't like why it was created. But any excuse to eat mac or baked mac and cheese is mm. is it for me. Now I'm hungry. You're always hungry. All right, y'all. Stay moisturized. Listen, 
Don't let this, I don't know how it is in the rest of the world, but don't let this warm weather fool you, okay? It's going to get cold again. It's going to fuck us up soon. I still go outside completely dressed because I don't know when the fuck it's going to happen. It could hit mid-walk. This is... <laughs> Just drop. <laughs> like, God damn. Like, wasn't this cold 30 seconds ago? This I don't trust It's very it. concerning that it's 71 degrees. Yeah, I said November. that when we were walking cash. I was like, I don't... I'm like, is this what California is like? Two, I was like, it snowed two weeks ago. It did. And now it's 70 and sunny. Like, what the fuck? Global warming. But, all right, y'all. See you next week. Bye.